Biggest Bad Boys Podcast presents Matt Michaels People I Don't Hate Hey everybody, it's Matt Michaels here on the Vegas Bad Boys Podcasting with Simon Street and Sin City Steve and today we are talking with the star of a new uh, docu-series on the Roku channel, and that is Kayla Sparks. How's it going, Kayla? Awesome. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so glad you could do it. Um, you know, you've got this project going on. We'll talk about that in a little while. But first, um, when you were growing up, what was it like for you? Did you ever uh see pro wrestling or uh you know uh, combat sports uh did that even intrigue you back then what was your childhood like oh my gosh i grew up loving uh pro wrestling since i was since i was a really young age like uh since i was like three years old i remember um you know on my birthday there's like a vhs uh vhs tape out there and like you know i i got this tv tray um uh, with Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior on it, and um, there's like a clip of it somewhere, but it's super, it's super cute. Like that's my memory I'll always have is like sitting at um, so every Saturday morning. You know, I would sit with my dad, and we would watch wrestling, and like, and then as like the years went by, we'd watch wrestling together, like as a family. So wrestling has always been in my life. Like it's been um, huge influence on me. Um, so Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior were like my ultimate favorites <laughs> growing up. And, uh, yeah, just, I always loved watching WWE and, um, you know, my biggest influences are like the undertaker was my favorite and staying and I watched WCW too growing up. So yeah, I, I just always was a huge fan. <laughs> and, you know, in, in speaking of that, did you know, or want to pursue pro wrestling uh, you know, when did that come into your life? Did you know as a kid that, Hey man, I want to, I want to do this. <laughs> yes. I would love, I would like, I'd play, you know, like N64, Super Nintendo, all the video games out there. And I would like always like imagine myself like in the ring. And I just like, I always wanted to be a pro wrestler. That was my dream since I was a kid. So yeah, I definitely, um, you know, and then when I was a teenager, um, when I was 13, I discovered there was a pro wrestling school actually in my hometown, Schenectady, New York. And uh, there, they had it on the news and my mom was watching it. And I'm like, my mom gave me that look like, I know what you're thinking. And it's like, she, they were like really adamant. Like they didn't want me to do it at first because obviously it's like, you know, it's, it's dangerous. It's, you know, it's, you can get hurt and stuff like that. But I had to convince, I'm like, this is my dream. I have to do it. And I mean, back then, I don't know if they would allow, you know, like teenagers now to like get into wrestling school now, but I was very lucky to be able to start at such a young age at 13, which, um, which is an awesome, you know, super um, awesome time for me. So I'm glad I'm back in it. And yeah, wrestling has always been a part of my life. I've always been a huge fan. So kind of with that, let's just uh, kind of jump right into it. Uh, tell us, tell us about your uh, TV series uh, that's on the Roku channel about your life. So, I know it's crazy, right? I can't believe like there's a TV series now. Um, so it's called it's called Against the Ropes, and um, it's inspired by the story of me, you know, getting into wrestling at a young age. Um, you know, being the only female in the school, and like going through the, you know, high school, cause I was going into high school at the time. And, um, you know, I had some setbacks, you know, like friends didn't, you know, were, you know, 
didn't like that I was talking about wrestling all the time or like you know stuff like that and just like my parents were against it at first and like and then also with the wrestling stuff you know it a little bit of my personal life like you know coming of age and like discovering who I was and my sexuality and stuff like that so there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things going on in the tv series um but I had it that was my first time ever having anything like that um being a part like I got to be the executive producer so I, I got to be a part of like everything which was awesome to like actually like be a part of that whole project and I got to you know see behind the scenes and help with the script and the um you know the actors and actresses that we um had on set like everything behind the scenes was I was a big part of which I was excited to be a part of it and uh so yeah it's on it's on Roku channel right now and eventually um pretty soon it's going to be streaming on other platform services like um Amazon Prime and Hulu um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time to, <laughs> you know, be alive right now. <laughs> really quick. Um, what was the, what was the inspiration and, and how did the show come about? I mean, what was, what was kind of the perfect storm that, that launched into that? So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so my friend, you know, Shane Alden, we used to actually wrestle back in the day when we were teenagers for, um, this promotion called World of Hurt and, um, it's actually still running and, uh, he actually owns a filming company, um, New Late Media Films. And so I was doing a podcast um, for the Shining Wizards and, uh, you know, they just reached out to me out of the blue and they wanted to talk about my wrestling career and like, you know, how, um, you know, all the things about it. And like, so my friend Shane heard it and he's like, you know, I've been wanting to do a TV series about a wrestling, um, but I haven't, you know, found the right story, but your story's perfect. It's like, would you be interested in doing a, you know, TV series based, you know, inspired by your life? And I'm like, yeah, that would be awesome. Let's do it. So that's how that happened. And like, ever since, you know, it was, it was awesome to like be a part of it. And, um, you know, it's, 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 I'm really proud. I'm really happy with, um, how it came how it came about. And I'm so lucky, blessed, like be able to like have that experience and like get to meet all these awesome people like that were part of the, the TV show. And so, yeah, it's a, it's an exciting time. <laughs> what uh, what would you say was the biggest obstacle while uh, making the docu series happen? I guess um, you know, being that it had to like I really had to dig deep and like share my personal stuff, my story, and stuff like that. So I guess that was like kind of like you had to be expose yourself to you know to get the story out there. But in the end, I knew that um, you know with me being um, open about my story and the things I had to go through that in the end, I hope that it would inspire someone watching it that maybe could be going through like, you know, trying to figure out who they are as a person or like their sexuality, or like maybe they're going through obstacles with trying to chase after their dreams and they don't know if they can do it or they're getting setbacks or they're being told they can't do it or whatever, whatever it is that I had to go through. I hope that people watching it can be inspired and be like, Oh yeah, she did it. She didn't give up. You know, she's, um, you know, she, she can do it so I can do it. So I want, that's what I hope that people get out of it. And like, I guess the other thing is too, like, you know, with TV shows or movies that things aren't a hundred percent accurate. So like, that's why I say the story's inspired by, cause a lot of it, you know, some of it was changed around my story. So, um, but you know, with that being said, it was at least, you know, like the, the, the message can get across, you know what I mean? Um, so that's what, that's, what's important. I hope that people get that watch it will get something out of it and hopefully be inspired to like, you know, chase after their dreams and not, you know, don't ever take no for an answer, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> well, yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about 
um yeah. like w with your with your sexuality um being exposed to the public mm -hmm. what do you feel is um what do you hope that kids can gain um younger people can gain that you didn't necessarily have what was the experience like before you came into the public eye with uh you know just trying to find out who you were and, and be yourself uh and now having to carry that into the public light um you know what what is that that line you're walking in terms of what your sexuality is and how yeah. you found it and then you know going forward how are you going to be able to deal with the potential of people you know um well we the internet is something <laughs> yeah. else right so yeah <laughs> right right no i i mean that's what that's what it's all about like i so you know growing up um it was really hard for me like i was still like when you're a kid when you're a teenager you're still growing you're still figuring out who you are you know your likes and your interests and stuff like that but i always knew when i was like a young age that i knew i was like you know gay lesbian whatever and um but i didn't you know i was in denial for a long time because you know, my parents were very, I grew up in a very like Catholic, you know, um, strict <laughs> household. So like, I knew, like, I was actually scared to like, actually talk about it or like come out, you know, so I didn't actually come out till I was like in my early 20s. But, um, you know, with that said, I feel like, you know, I feel almost empowered now, because now, since, you know, I took such a long break from wrestling, um, which, you know, was due to like other, you know, mainly it was because I had a, a really bad concussion. But, um, when I came back into it and, you know, with the TV show and everything going on, um, it inspired me to like, actually like, you know what, this is going to be a different era. It's, a, it's actually, it's a different whole scene wrestling in general, like women's wrestling has come a long way. And so like, for me personally, like I see, um, you know, that there's a, there's an important message being said, like you have to, like, for me, it's important to be true to myself. So I hope that me like, putting it out there like you see on my gear now I have the rainbow um star so like that's really important for me the pride um to show that and to like be comfortable like just be true to yourself and like that's so like that's uh that's always been important for me to um that I've learned like this past year or so um that I've really grown into like being comfortable with who I am and sexuality or whatever it may be and just um you know just enjoying life because that's what it's all about at the end of the day like it's important just to like be happy with who you are and don't ever you know my parents you know weren't accepting of it and they still aren't but you know I I'm just happy I have that support system like my friends and family are there and I guess you know that's important to always have that you know what I mean um but yeah I'm just uh happy that I can you know be happy with myself and hopefully that'll inspire you know um, you know, young kids out there, adults that are still afraid of like coming out or if they're afraid of like the, you know, what will happen if they do. And um, yeah. <laughs> so Most you talked a little bit earlier about um, taking a break from wrestling for a little yeah. bit due to a concussion. Can you go in a little bit more with regards to what that was and, and how that was? you overcame that because, you know, you you, you yeah. took a, a pretty substantial break, right? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I uh so I, I never wanted to stop. Like, obviously, like wrestling, I was telling you guys, like pro wrestling's been my dream. I never wanted to, to stop ever. But, you know, stuff happens and you can't control things that happen. But I did, you know, I got a really bad concussion and I suffered. You know, I don't know if you guys ever had a concussion or know anyone that has. Um, but there's, you know, the side effects like um, vertigo is one of those like 
where you feel dizzy, like disoriented, you don't like, it just comes out of nowhere. So like that happened for me a couple of years actually after I stopped wrestling. And so that was scary for me. And, um, you know, I just kind of went the route of, you know, I was still, you know, I was like about, I think I was like 19 or so when I stopped. And so I tried to, you know, um, not let it get me down and get depressed, but I was for a while because I wanted, I didn't want to stop wrestling. And I always watched it. I never stopped watching it. Like I was still a fan, huge fan. And um, so, you know, um, 14 years later, I know that's a long time, but I, and during that time, um, I did, you know, the whole like career thing. And I, you know, I was actually super blessed, lucky to be able to start a career, you know, outside of wrestling um, with computers and IT and stuff like that. So luckily I have like, you know, a backup career and I, I did the whole, you know, adulting thing. I bought a house at a young age, which was, you know, a big accomplishment stuff like that. But a lot of it was like self-reflecting and, um, definitely like now that this time around, I feel like a hundred percent, like, I don't like, I'm not even worried about, you know, the past, like concussions and all that stuff. Cause I've actually been fine. So, and the doctor said, I'm okay. Cleared. So, <laughs> so that's a good thing, you know, so just, uh, moving forward now and I'm excited about what the future holds and like, what's been going on. Like, it's been amazing. Like all the opportunities and things that have come my way. So I'm just super excited, pumped about <laughs> like now and the future. So without a doubt. And, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned opportunities. Um, one thing that was huge is that uh, you wrestled Thunder Rosa on the AEW show at Arthur Ashe stadium. Um, yes. Talk, talk us, talk to us about your AEW experience and what it was like wrestling Thunder Rosa on that type of a stage. Oh my gosh, you guys, I can't even like, I'm still pinching myself from the whole thing. Like, I can't, it's like, how do you, it's like, I was, I'm still speechless talking about it. I just couldn't believe like, so the whole thing came about, you know, Arthur Ashe. Um, I actually was, I never met Thunder Rosa in person before that. And, um, but I was able, I, you know, her husband, Brian reached out to me um, and Thunder to, to wrestle for Mission Pro Wrestling, which I don't know if you guys are aware, but that's her own promotion that she has, that she's running with them. Um, and Melanie, uh, they, uh, they do an awesome job. Like, I'm so happy and proud to be a part of that. So when they asked me to do that back, you know, this past August, I was super happy and excited to be a part of that. And then when the Arthur Ashe, you know, opportunity came up, I was just like, I, I can't even describe how excited I was. Like, it was a dream come true. And, you know, um, being in front of, like, let alone, like, I'm wrestling Thunder Rosa, who's, like, the greatest, you know, wrestler now. You know, like, she's number five on the Pro Wrestling Illustrated this past year. Like, she's done amazing things for not just women's wrestling, but just in general. Like, she's just an amazing person, you know what I mean? And I'm so, like, lucky to, like, she's in my life now and like she's I tell her her and Brian I know it sounds cheesy but I'm like you guys are literally like my guardian angels because you gave me this opportunity like Mission Pro and AEW and it's opened up so many doors now for me and other women too like it's just such a selfless thing that they that they're doing for for women's wrestling and people that are just out there trying to chase after their dreams so I'll I'll never forget AEW that night it was 20,000 people and I I, I can't even describe, like, I remember I was in the ring before the match and, you know, Dustin Rhodes was, um, was there throughout the whole thing. And that was my first time meeting him. And I grew up, you know, watching all these people that were in the ring and watching. And I'm like, you know, it was just such a surreal moment for me. Cause like, I grew up watching them on TV and like, you know, idolizing these guys and girls. So like, um, that was, I, I, I remember right before we went out into the, to the current, I remember like everything, you know, like in a movie where everything's just going slow-mo and you're like, 
is this really happening right now? That's kind of how it was for me. Like, I just remember like, oh, Thunder Rose opened the door and she's like waving, like, come on, let's go. We, go. we were actually the first match too that night. I don't know if you knew that, but like the first match. So we had to like set the tone for the 20,000 people, AEW's biggest show. Here I am. I'm Kayla Sparks. We like just trying to like, you know, follow my dreams. And then I remember Dustin uh, was backstage and he put his hands on my shoulders and he's like, are you, are you scared? And I'm like, no. And then he's like, are you nervous? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, it's good nerves. You know, like, he's like, go out there. You're going to kill it. Be confident. I believe in you. And so like that gave me the push. I like, everyone was just so, so that's what I love about, you know, when I was there and AEW in general, like the locker room is so supportive of each other and just, you know, it's a nice, it's, it's like a little family. You know what I mean? It's, it's nice that people have your back and, um, yeah, I'll never forget walking through and then hearing that roar, the crowd, and like I had to catch myself at one point because uh, I remember when Thunder Rosa was coming out and I heard that I just like I literally was almost like blanking out. Like I remember looking around and then like I was just such an awe and like I heard the roar and the chant for her and I I was just so excited for her, you know, coming down the ramp and I at one point I was I had to stop myself from clapping because <laughs> I was just like I was just like so in the moment and I was just like yeah, but yeah, I'll that was. I'll never forget that moment. <laughs> I think it would. Oh, you know. Uh, no, I was going to say. I think it would have been wonderful. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen anyone clap for their opponent. So that would have <laughs> been awesome. I know, right? Oh my gosh! And I'm and I'm just like I don't know if you guys could tell. I'm super happy and smiling bubbly. So that's just my personality outside and inside the ring. So I do kind of have to catch myself. <laughs> no, that's 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 quite yeah. right. In in. <laughs> It's because your personality, I want to jump into this question. So, you know, a lot of people uh, don't admit to it, but I'm one that has been very outspoken. I have a celebrity wrestling crush. And I hear oh, you yeah. have a celebrity wrestling crush. And I want to hear about your wrestling celebrity crush because these guys won't admit to their wrestling celebrity oh, crushes. But yeah. go ahead. Tell us your <laughs> wrestling celebrity crush. Oh, cool. oh, you put me on the spot. Well, you know, I mean with wrestling you know there's there's so many people that actually i'll say it's a i mean it's a crush but like you know um being that you know i just recently like came out and like you know in my early 20s but now like in wrestling that i'm out you know it's inspiring to see other people um you know on tv that um you know have the same like you know mentality or goals that you do so like I guess I'll put it out there. You know, my celebrity crush would be Sonya Deville. <laughs> she's in WWE. I'm sure you've heard of her. Um, yeah, I just think it's awesome that she's like one of the first like female openly gay wrestlers for WWE. So I mean, like that's that's amazing. Like, and I hope that you know maybe going forward, if I ever you know my dream is to be in WWE. So like, it would be nice to have like some more like representation as far as like the LGBTQ and stuff like that. But yeah. It's out there now. <laughs> what's your who's your who's your guy's celebrity crush? <laughs> yeah, guys, what's your celebrity crush? Oh, I know, right? Mine's easy. It's John Cena. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I love at least, it. <laughs> at least you got to hug your celebrity crush. I, yeah, I got to wrestle. I got to wrestle with my celebrity crush. So I'm I'm good. Yeah, there, you go. there you go. I met him before. He's actually really awesome. He's such a humble guy. I like John yeah. Cena. <laughs> Yeah, Steve, what's Alexa your... Bliss? There you go. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Alexa yeah. Bliss. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. 
she's cool too. <laughs> so, so Simon, I, I know that you've, you've asked everyone in here about theirs, but I think that we already know who yours is, but just so that you can get it out there. Oh, mine will always be Sasha Banks. And uh, she will probably never get a chance to meet me and I'll never get a chance to meet her, but I am very outspoken about it and very defensive of her. Oh, shoot. Well, I will, I will keep it on the hush. I won't tell my friend, her husband, I'm actually really good friends with. That's funny you said that. But yeah, she's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one too. Well, let, let me it's ask. Awesome. Let me ask you this: because of the fact that yeah. it's Sonia Deville who is, uh, you know, the, the <laughs> yeah. person you said as your crush, um, what was your, uh, I guess, mindset or, or reaction to uh, the fact that she's had a stalker and, you know, has oh, yeah. has had her place broken into? I mean. What are your yeah. feelings in terms of, uh, you know, her situation, but also thinking about potentially your situation in the future and, and staying safe? Yeah, I mean, it is. That was an awful. I can't believe that happened. You know, I feel so bad that happened to her for like anyone that has to go through anything like that. Like, it is scary. Like you are in the public eye. And like, you know, now that social media is so like out there and people, you know, like, you know, just recently, like one of the things I like, I've been posting stuff like when I was in Florida um, recently for um, WWE NXT, I wasn't posting stuff where I was at the time. So like I'll wait and I'll post stuff. But sometimes you got to think about it. I mean, it's sad. You have to think about like stuff like that, like because yeah. you never know. I mean, there's crazy people out there, you know, and it's um, it's a crazy world that we live in. I mean, you can't you can't just, you know, put everything out there on the Internet. But I know um yeah it is scary that to think that um could happen to someone you know and you know she didn't deserve that at all and i'm and i feel bad that happened but you know the guy that did it he's in jail now and you know he's serving his time so i mean i mean was it really worth it like to be crazy i mean it's crazy but um yeah i you know in the future like if you know things that now that things are like picking up and stuff like I, i am careful about you know stuff i put out there i'm sure you know other people are um think the same but just in general like in the internet you know there's just (laughs) it's so like you know everything's out there information gets out there so you just got to be careful and protect yourself as much as you can (laughs) yeah um you know one i'm sorry you go ahead oh i I, I was just i was just gonna ask you because you know kind of double back to a comment that you had said with uh you know the representation of uh, the lbgtq community in wrestling do you Mm -hmm. feel that you know i know we've made some significant moves forward in the proper representation do you feel like there's still more room to grow or do you Mm -hmm. feel that you know like sonia deville i think is so far been the appropriate that i've seen and i'm sure there's other cases do you feel like that's moving more towards normalcy and not you know an an agenda just making like these are just people and this is their lives what what was your take yeah actually that's good um question um i do feel like it is getting you know it's improving and like like you said there's been a lot of more representation now you know sonia deville wwe and then like you know AEW. there's you know nyla rose and there's sunny kiss and you know all the other um there's so many more and just like i'm glad that you know it's finally being accepted more in like the public eye with like wrestling as far as that goes but um but yeah i definitely feel like there's you know there's always more room for improvement and like acceptance and just like um things with that yeah so definitely i would love to be like more a part of that or like try and help you know um 
you know, be a part of that movement with the LGBTQ community and stuff like that, um, which which I think is great. I mean, you know, WWE, as far as that, I mean, I haven't, you know, thinking off the top of my head, I don't think there's ever been really like, you know, characters that have been openly gay or like storylines like that. So I think maybe that's what's missing from, you know, as far as like WWE, but yeah. hopefully that'll change in the future, you know? Um, but yeah, that's all you can do is just try and, <laughs> you know, and think positive. <laughs> Definitely. And now, just to uh you had mentioned that you were doing some things uh with nxt um obviously uh you had mentioned that and then uh you were also at a wwe house show recently uh tell us about your experiences with wwe oh my gosh so well you know it's my dream come true to like try and make it to wwe so i've just been you know i've been in contact with some people and i've been trying to like you know trying to see if there's any opportunities or like you know a tryout just to get you know my foot in the door you know just trying to do whatever I can, which is it's, so far it's been great. So I, you know, I'm just trying to like stay positive and like um, just keep, you know, trying to, um, you know, try and follow my dreams. That's all you can do. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I was at the recent um, house show. I know you probably saw the the clip I posted. I was like a fangirl in a little bit, but yeah, it, it was a nice, it was actually fun to be a part of that and like get to see that. And then, you know, NXT, you know, I was with um, Travis and that was, that was a great time. We had a great time there. And um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully down the road soon, I mean, you can only hope and just keep working hard and just trying to, you know, follow your dreams. <laughs> and, and of course that means that you had some cracker barrel uh, that, uh, that Travis probably took you to. You... I, yeah, actually, no, I haven't been. But Cracker Barrel is one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> Wait, you yeah. have you haven't been with him to the car- out of all the people yeah, in the no, world? No, I haven't. Maybe I don't know. Is that like wow. a, I know it's probably like a thing or something. I'm guessing. Or it's... yeah, but Cracker Barrel is actually amazing. I love Cracker Barrel. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the most shocking thing I think we've learned today is that <laughs> you, you you haven't been gone, been taken to Cracker Barrel by yeah. Travis. Um, <laughs> but let's be honest. Are you ever really taken to Cracker Barrel by Travis? Or are you just told you're going to be going oh, to Cracker yeah, Barrel yeah. for a meeting spot? <laughs> I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to hit him up and say, Hey, what, you know, let's go to Cracker Barrel next time. <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously you're chasing your dreams right now. And while right. doing that, uh, we all have to have some kind of income coming in. Um, what, what do you do for a real, uh, uh, you know, a, a real day job or shoot job if you would? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so I, I work for, um, a company that, you know, it helps a lot with, I don't know if you're familiar with like e-discovery or, um, you know, that kind of thing. It's actually really interesting. It's something that I always wanted to like as a backup, you know, if wrestling never worked out or whatever, um that you know like the kind of stuff you see on tv like you see the high profile cases um with you know crack like trying to get help i I basically help like the attorneys and investigators with um um their like cases with their emails and trying to figure out like data and stuff like that and evidence and helping them search for things like that so it's actually a a really fun interesting job on the you know um and i'm actually very happy blessed that i was able to you know have start my career at a young age i've been you know with them for 10 years now and um yeah it's been great so i you know i'm very lucky to have that well, career you know path <laughs> without without giving away obviously any like 
real information, but was there, uh, during that 10 years, anything that you came across that really caught you off guard and, and, you know, made you go, what? Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of it. It's like with, um, like a lot of litigation stuff, there's criminal matters, like there's different cases that came at me and like, there's, I mean, you say like, you're never surprised when you see, like, I'm always shocked when I see stuff. I'm just like, wow, I can't believe this person. <laughs> it's amazing. Like we just kind of talking about a little bit people, what people put out there on the internet or an email that's very incriminating. So it's like, you know, I mean, it helps, it helps us. It helps the case, like, you know, the attorneys and investigators crack a case. But um, yeah, the, the most fun I've ever had was uh, I got to actually testify in front of a grand jury um, for a case. And I was happy to be a part of that and just explain, you know, how I, you know, from the beginning, how you get the data, how you help the attorneys and investigators with it. And that was actually really fun wow. for me to do that. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, that was that was that was fun i like i enjoy that i like to help others like whatever i could do so like um that's a really fun job for me to be a part of and it's very interesting um so <laughs> so basically too if uh you're you're in a relationship you pretty much know the tools of how to get into the knowledge yeah. out there in the phones uh, <laughs> uh speaking of uh, uh you know relationships and, and you know, outside of wrestling, uh, you know, things you do, is there any interests or, uh, you know, uh, stories or roommates, anything that, you know, on the outside people might not, you know, know, just, just looking at you and your career? Um, I mean, nothing exciting. I mean, my, I mean, personal private life, is not exciting, but, um, I mean, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm just like really focused on doing the wrestling thing and my career and stuff like that. So, you, you know, if it happens, it happens, you know what I mean? Um, sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm just happy <laughs> living my best life, I guess, right now, just focused on what I got to do to get to the next, you know, the next thing and just follow my dreams, you know? <laughs> oh, and, and as we start to kind of get towards wrapping up, let me ask you about that in achieving those dreams obviously you got to put in a lot of work what does it look right. like for you in terms of your uh like workout and training schedule and how is that all fitting into place for you yeah i mean i try to keep busy you know that's like what um a lot of it is um you know a lot of self-discipline and just trying to you know balance it out um you know i do have a you know my backup career too so it's like trying to balance that right. and the wrestling too was um but i enjoy it i like i like a challenge so like i'm always like just trying to stay on the grind and work out and do whatever i can and um i actually took up um you know jujitsu and uh nice. kickboxing recently so i try to keep my you know myself busy with that i just always try to stay busy and just focused and keeping my mental focus too because mental health is a lot is important yeah. too not just the physical like working out and eating right a lot of it is like you have to be mentally like good and um that's why i always try to have a positive mindset no matter what because i know there's days where you get you know like unmotivated or you know you get down on yourself but i just always try to like just try and put myself like you know this is the goal you know it's good to have goals too yeah. um to keep yourself focused so i just always try to do that and then i hope that <laughs> you know wwe my dream will come true soon i don't know <laughs> talking about it's getting me excited but you know we'll see <laughs> well no awesome. you, you have yeah. to talk about it you have to talk about yeah. it 
<laughs> you have to, yes. Manifesting and talking about exactly. it, right? <laughs> Go ahead. Sam. Yeah. What would you uh, say, you know, as we're all kind of closing up, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully in WWE. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah. No, that's good. That's good, though. Wrestling, you know, like trying out just doing whatever I can to chase after my dream, which is hopefully to be in WWE one day. And like, since I was a kid, I've, I've loved wrestling and, you know, I do, you know, like I, we were talking a little bit about my career and stuff. Like it's not, it's not anything I'm like super passionate about, but wrestling has always been something I've been constantly, like it's always been something I've been passionate about and just like, it was my escape, you know, yeah. growing up because I was going through stuff and, you know, it was my escape from like reality and like, it made me happy to watch it and see, you know, the guys and the girls, especially like, one of the people that really inspired me to start wrestling was China because um, back then, you know, she was wrestling the guys and the girls and that was like totally different. I feel like she was a yeah. trendsetter and like that's something that I feel like I want to do like in wrestling. Maybe I can inspire, you know, be original and just hope that, you know, there's so many women and men that paved the path, you know, for for wrestling. And she's one of them that sticks out China. Um, you know, she was a huge inspiration for me and um you know, I really, I, I really love the fact that she, you know, when I, I got to, I was lucky to meet her back in the day, she was doing a signing for her autobiography, um, if they only knew. And I just remember how kind and sweet she was and just like, totally like, you know, appreciative of the fans that were there. And like, that was really impressionable for, you know, like a 11, 12 year old, you know, yeah. girl, um, just, you know, loving the fact that she was true to herself. And that's why I always try to, you know, be true to myself and try to, you know, inspire other people to um, be true to themselves. So at the end of the day, it's always important to be you and not be, you know, ashamed of who you are, no matter what. So like, she was always a big influence. And like, just before she passed away, it's actually really sad to bring it up. But I wanted to bring it up because um, she, you know, I reached out to her and wanted her to know, like, listen, you're, you know, I, I pretty much like wrote a novel. I'm thinking that she wasn't going to read it or respond, but she did respond. And she, you know, I, I'll never forget it. And she just said, you know, like, it means so much to me. I can't even put into words how much, you know, your support, you guys mean the world to me and stuff like that. And she just said, you know, always strive to be better and study every match. And she was just giving me really nice, you know, genuine, sweet advice. Um, and then, you know, I feel like a couple of days later, that's when she, you know, passed away. Yeah. Um, so I just, that always stuck with me. And that maybe, you know, ignited <laughs> the spark the fire to get back into wrestling and, you know, go after my dreams. You know, it's never too late to, to do it. You know, right. it's never too That's late awesome. to chase after your dreams. So <laughs> wanted to end it on a happy note. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And um, so really quickly, uh, you had mentioned uh, kickboxing and, and jujitsu. Um, yeah. I'm seeing uh, Saturday, March 12th, you are uh, getting into the cage and, uh, doing some stuff with combat fights unlimited uh yes. really quickly tell us about that you guys wow um i'm so excited for that i'm so pumped i've never been in an actual like professional fight so that's actually um something i've always wanted to do so i'm, I'm really excited to get into that um and uh you know whip some butt <laughs> and like uh you know show that other side of me that no one's probably ever seen it's like you know kayla sparks can really get in there and you know make someone tap or, you know, <laughs> whatever I got to do, knock out, you know, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for that. I'm excited. <laughs> That's awesome. And before, uh, we take off here, uh, if anyone listening, 
uh, or watching wants to get in contact with you or follow your career, how do they go about your uh, social media? How do they find you? So um, mine's like, I kind of try to keep it simple. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can find me at Sparks 247 um, And I, let me explain the 24-7 reference. So 24-7, I always keep it in my, you know, like my stuff like that because the wrestling school I started at when I was when I was 13, Chip Stetson was my trainer and the wrestling school was called 24-7 Wrestling. Nice. So it's just always stuff, you know what I mean? It's like my roots. So like I wanted to like always keep that, you know, a part of me, um, my wrestling. So yeah, Kayla Sparks 247. You guys want to check me out. Um, I'm also on YouTube, just Kayla Sparks. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> well, I, and I hope uh, the listeners get a chance to uh, check out your, uh, especially your Instagram feed. It's just, it's just fun stuff. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Thanks guys. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but please, uh, you know, follow what Kayla's doing because, um, she's, she's definitely, uh, close to that next point where you're going to have a little notoriety and, um, you know, hope, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Really I, I love, I love the humbleness, right. You know, because that's, yeah. that shows that you're, you're humble about it. But at the same time, man, I know with your, your desire and your attitude, I wouldn't use the word hope. I would use the word <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean so much to me. Thank you so much. You guys like truly like that's, I mean, I've always been that way. Like I've always, you know, just, you said humble and stuff like that. It's always important just like to remember, like I've always, I was always raised that way to be like, you know, no matter who it is in life, like it, whether it's the janitor or the vice president, president, CIO, like you always treat everyone the same. And that's how I always, that's how I live my life. I was like, you just always treat people with kindness and, you know, that's, that's all, that's all what it's about. Just be kind to each other and, you know, support one another. And that's it. <laughs> and that's the perfect note to uh, end the episode here. Thank you once again for joining us and everyone listening. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And thank you guys for tuning in and we will uh, catch you guys next time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.